Hello, and welcome to Late Night with Larry. I'm your host, Larry D. And tonight, I'm going to be writing solo. Tonight, I think I want to tell you about a ghost story that was told to me, and I want to share it with you. But before I get started, I just want to invite you to hit the subscribe button. And if you like what you hear, share it with friends. And if you want to get in contact with us, you can email us at late night with Larry 55 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to hear if you've had a Bigfoot Sasquatch sighting, encounter, a UFO sighting, or a haunting story that you'd like to share with us. So before we get started tonight, I just want to share that with you. So here we go. Let's get on with the show. So this story was told to me by a person and I told him I wouldn't use their name because they're afraid of ridicule. <clears throat> but this person said it started every night at 3 a.m. This is the beginning of it. Night one, 3 a.m. They were awakened by what felt like a cold stare, like someone staring at them. They could feel that someone was looking at them, but when they awoke out of their sleep, because of this feeling, there was no one around. And this was the first night it happened. So they thought nothing of it, and they went back to sleep. Second night, night two, got a little more interesting. Around 3 a.m., 2.45, they always say around 3 a.m. While they were awakened by the sound of a small child talking. And they looked at each other while there were two of them in bed. While they looked at each other and said, Who is that? We don't have no children here. They couldn't figure it out. So, the husband gets up out of bed, turns on the light, and walks down the hall, and as soon as he turned on the light, the sound, it stopped, and they just couldn't figure it out. So they looked at each other in bewilderment and said, well, were we dreaming the same dream, or what? So they both went back to bed. Night passes. Now a couple nights go by and, and, and nothing. So, you know, they thought nothing of it. Well, they go to bed. Night three of the encounter. And, and now I'm just using the nights as the encounters. One encounter, two encounters, three encounters. There are days that pass between so that we set it straight that nothing occurred. On night three, 2.45, around 3 a.m., they're both awakened to the sound of a little child. And they hear this voice and they hear the child talking and they can't figure it out. So once again, the husband gets up out of bed, goes and looks around. As soon as he hits the light again, it gets to the door, it stops. Now they know they're not dreaming and they know they both heard what they heard because it woke them from their slumber. What could this be? What is it? So they both started thinking, well, 
what what did we do uh why why is this happening to us of course you would can see any couple would be bewildered and and astonished and, and you know they they tell themselves well, we don't we don't mess with Ouija boards we don't mess with witchcraft we don't we don't dabble into any of the spiritual realm so what could it be so they talk amongst herself of course they eventually go back to bed get on with their life a few days pass by again 2.45, 3 in the morning. They hear a child again. This time when they get up and he turns on the light. Someone is in the room. The voice doesn't stop. Mommy. They hear the child still speaking. So the husband creeps down the hall and he says, I hear it. It's, it's in the living room. So when he goes to the living room, he turns on the light in the living room. What he sees is a child, about two, three years old, just standing there facing the corner. He couldn't believe what he was seeing. He was, how could this child get in my house? We lock this house up tight every night. I don't, I don't understand. Well, lo and behold, when he asked the little girl, he said, excuse me, excuse me, where did you come from? She went talk to him she just kept facing the wall and he's slowly walking toward her because of course he's scared and he's looking around thinking who else is here how did this child get in my house so as he approaches the child the child turns around well the child had black eyes black as coal and then the child just suddenly vanished now this, uh, this scared him. He went back and told his wife, get up, get up. You, got, you won't believe what just happened to me. Of course, once he tells the wife the story, she doesn't believe it. She said, I heard the voice myself, but I can't believe there was a child in this house. So they endeavor on a quest to find out what this child is doing there in the house and how they got there. Now, at this point, they're both convinced that this child is a ghost. And they want to know, how did this child come to be in their house? We've lived in this house for years and nothing, nothing ever happened. And all of a sudden, one night, we start hearing this child talking. Well... They come to find out that there was a child that lived in that house. And that child died in that house of natural causes. Now, some people don't believe in ghosts. Most people don't. Matter of fact, the Gallup poll only says about 40% of Americans believe in ghosts and spirits. Now, I think this little experiences and entity that visited this couple absolutely proved to them that there are spirits out there now some people are going to say they're demonic they're the dead that have unfinished business and or they just don't want to cross to the light well this child didn't really pose a threat to the people so they went about their business now, after a few months, 
you know, they, they would hear the child, and at night when they would hear it, now it wasn't every night, it was like every third, fourth night, but they they got used to it, and they said, well, it's a child, and, you know, this research we've done, this child, is it's passed on, and, you know, it's it's just not ready to cross over. So they while they're figuring out what to do with this child, they go about their life. Now, night comes. And once again, they're in their deep slumber. And they hear the child's voice. They wake. But this time there's something unusual about the child. It's not just talking anymore. The child is crying. Now, why is the child crying? Well, as they sit in bed and listen and say, well, no, don't get up. We know it's just a little girl. Maybe tonight she's sad. They hear another sinister, deeper, darker voice talking to the child, telling the child how it will remain in the house forever and that the child's soul belongs to the entity that's speaking. Well, this frightens them and they don't know what to do. So come morning, of course, they probably didn't sleep the rest of the night. Come morning, they're looking for people to come into the house and they could, they could help. So they finally contact a medium and a paranormal investigator. And they come to the house. And once they enter the house, they say there's not only a child here. They feel the presence of the child. But there's a presence here that's sinister. Dark presence. And they're saying they have a bad vibe. Well, this couple that's lived in this house didn't really, they didn't really know, you know, that this bad vibe, this evil vibe had been in the house the whole time. They've, it's never been brought to their attention. They've never heard anything. This has just been recently. So they're trying to figure out what sparked us to come to action. What made all of this Activity come to fruitation. They can't figure it out. The medium just tells them, for some reason, this entity wants to take back over the house. So maybe at one point it was there. Maybe it went to a different house. Maybe it attached to someone. But the entity's back. And it wants the house. And not only the house, it wants to take the little girl captive. Now, you tell me, what would you do if that happened in your house? Would you move out? Would you take things under your own command and do your own paranormal investigation and get help and, and uh, expel the entity, the dark entity that's there? Well, according to this couple, it wasn't that easy. It wasn't that easy. They tried doing all the remedies that they've, you know, 
we're told by the spiritists and the paranormal investigator, the medium, you know, burn sage, purify your home. But for some reason, this dark entity won't leave. The entity started focusing on them. Every now and then you'd hear a, a door slam. You'd hear a glass thrown out of the cupboard. You'd hear pots pulled out of the, the shelves. Until one night, when they were both asleep, the wife swears that she felt this entity slowly creep up on the bed and not mount her sexually, but mounted her where the, he put pressure on her chest where she couldn't breathe and frightened her. She couldn't even scream out to help to her husband. So now the entity's focusing its attention on them. I don't know what to think about this. But they eventually got rid of this entity. Now it didn't happen overnight. They did it through prayer, blessings of the house. They would have shaman come over to bless a house. They would have priests come over to bless a house. But the entity didn't leave until they took things under their own command and they went throughout the house and commanded the dark entity to leave. Only then would it leave and it left. And from that day forward, they never heard anything else. They never experienced anything else. Now, the husband got a glimpse of the little girl, which this entity wanted to control. But they never got a glimpse of the dark entity that, that they heard in a deep, deep, uh, man voice I would say it wasn't a female entity and, and that's one thing they said this was n no female just the, the, the voice and the, the communication was just too deep had to be a male but that's how they finally got rid of it now is this story true do these things really happen I think they do I think they do but that's going to be up to you to decide if you ever had an encounter like that I wouldn't want to be you I think something like that would frighten me now what I give up my home to an entity no I don't think I would I think I'd stand my ground like they did but do I want to have that experience no, I don't. Well, that's a story that was told to me. I'm sorry if there weren't too many details, but, you know, they told me what they told me, and they're only going to divulge what they want to divulge. But they eventually got rid of it, and the home's theirs. They're living in it, and they're happy. Once they got rid of it, they felt the peace among the house 
and I'm happy for them because I know myself I would not want something like that to happen to me well, I hope you enjoyed that story if I get more stories like that I'll definitely share them with you thanks for listening and be good to each other peace out